I definitely think the dinner table needs to be an intentional place where we love on people, we nourish, we nourish bodies, we nourish little hearts and minds. But it can be so frustrating when they're turning their nose up at what you've spent time making and you're tired and mm -hmm. you've had a long day. Okay, so this topic today is not gonna be super deep, but it's a topic I think that particularly women feel the burden of on a regular basis. And it's, what am I gonna make for dinner tonight? <laughs> because yeah. really what it comes down yeah. to is we, dinner happens every single night. Like why does it keep surprising us? Like as if it just catches up on us and we're like, oh, I have to make supper. Like that's, that's every single night. Yet, yes. It seems to be a dilemma that happens over and over and over again. I I didn't plan for dinner, which if you really think about it is so funny because it's mm -hmm. it's not it's not a surprise that our family wants to eat dinner. So, I thought it'd be really fun if we just kind of went um into some of our favorite quick, fast, like if we're in a in a pinch and we need mm -hmm. to throw a dinner together. Um, what are some of our favorite things to do? Because I always love hearing what other families do. Like sometimes I think, oh, that's such a great idea. Like why didn't I think it earlier? Um, so as of tonight, I have prepped nothing. I have thought of nothing. I don't know what I'm feeding my family for dinner tonight. So maybe um, I'll get some inspiration from this. I don't know what this. we're having tonight either. I don't even know who's going to be here though. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so what are some of the your family favorites of something you just throw together. You tend to have ingredients around the house. Yeah, this could be an interesting conversation if you had it with me and then with my family because <laughs> it might not be their favorites. But as a mom trying to throw together a dinner last minute, spaghetti is always mm. super easy and then they say they don't like spaghetti. Uh, chicken casserole is usually an easy one to put together. Most of them like that. Um, really the pasta meals are easy. A meat and three. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, well, I know what it is. steak, potatoes and vegetables, you know, like a meat, a starch and some veggies. I didn't know meat and three before I moved to the South. So that's okay. definitely something okay. I understand now, but. Yeah. Usually that's easy. We have a lot of meat in our freezer. What's harder is when I'm not eating a lot of meat to find meals that have enough vegetables that, okay, I might make a vegan lasagna and then make a regular lasagna and then make just plain buttered noodles for the one who doesn't like anything else but plain buttered noodles. So it's just trying to figure out that balance. Yeah, we have that conversation a lot. And, uh, and I am not a meal planner. Some people are. Some people plan out their whole meal for the week and they go shopping over the weekend and they prep all their meals. I think that is awesome. I do too. I wish that I had some of that in me. Yeah. I, I, I don't do that. Not because I don't think it's a good idea, but just like tonight, I got a, Ken, Ken's out of town and then I got a message from Kelsey that, hey, can I go eat dinner with a friend who's in town? Sure. They were going to go meet up for coffee after school, but that got changed to having dinner. 
I'm not sure what McKenna's doing because she was supposed to work and now the restaurant she's working at closed. And so I'm not sure if she's going to be around or she's nannying right now. I, I'm, I'm just not really sure where. Actually, I think she's with Annalise right now. Okay. <laughs> um, and they're eating somewhere. Yes. So it looks like it's going to be just me and Sally. So, yeah, it's interesting all the time. So how do we, okay, so the, I think that's a great thing to even bring up because I think that's a lot of families. And But we also can get frustrated or overwhelmed as moms in those situations. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just frustrated that you're finding things out last minute or that you've, maybe you have prepped something and then mm-hmm. nobody's coming home to eat it. You know, yeah. that's, it's a very frequent emotion. So therefore, that does lead to people being like, I'm not going to plan anything because most of the time it doesn't work out the way that I mm-hmm. felt like it was going to. Well, we have some family favorites in my house. And I can't say every single person because, again, we have our situations where we have different um, personal- food personalities. But also right. we have a couple of food intolerances that some people make preferences. And sometimes people are eating more plant-based. or But um, homemade pizzas are always one that goes over well. And mm-hmm. so I just buy the crusts that are already made. And mm-hmm. then we everybody does their own topping. And that's usually... We could just look and see what we have, and then that yeah. works out really well. You know, pepperoni, ham, and pineapple, veggie. You know, we, we might do that tonight. That's there a we great go. idea. That's a great you. idea. Um, so, homemade pizzas are one that's to me easy, and I can keep everything on hand, and it works. Mm-hmm. And typically, two people per pizza is the way we do it. Like if okay, the kids will split it, like so that if Jonah and Mara are home, then they get to each do what ingredients they want on their half. And then Ben and I will do our half and we kind of split it up that way. So are you buying the crust, like the baboli crust that are already cooked or are you using dough? So I do both. I, sometimes I buy the dough at mm-hmm. our local grocery store that they have available, but I really like the crust. There's a crust at Target that's mm-hmm. already pre-baked. It's um, their store brand crust and they're like a thin crust and they're fantastic. So those are, whenever I'm at Target, I grab them and I just keep them in the pantry. So they're literally there whenever I need them to pull out and make. That's a great idea for people who are eating in all different ways too, because you, I'll get the cauliflower crusts and I make my own little pizza. And then I usually, if we do pizza night, then I get the dough for everybody else. And they, yeah, that's a great idea. They can put whatever toppings they want on it. Makes it easy. Yeah, I love I love doing homemade pizzas. And then the other thing I like to do we is burritos. And I really again we can do that with different um, mm-hmm. people's tastes in the house. Everybody just makes their own burrito. And I have this really great. It's I call it a recipe. It's not even a recipe, but what um, like if someone wants meat in theirs, they put meat. Or if they just want to, I grill up some veggies and have veggies. Mm-hmm. And then we always put corn in them and black bean and refried beans in them. Mm-hmm. And then put some tomato sauce in there. So it adds some moisture that cooks inside of it. And then those that add cheese to it, add cheese. Then we just fold them up. And I always draw with the tomato sauce on top, whoever's initial is it, mm-hmm. or it is. So therefore, everybody has, again, their own taste preferences. And right. then I pop, fold them up, pop them in the oven, and then... Everybody really loves. And then sometimes some people top it with lettuce and tomato and sour cream. And then Mm -hmm. some people just eat them plain. But burritos are one I can usually pull out pretty fast too if I have veggies in my fridge, you know, peppers. I feel like that's a lot of prep work though. When we do taco night, I always feel like I have a lot of containers 
So maybe I need to come over and have a burrito with you yeah. and see how you do it. Well, and I'll even tell you a way that I've skipped some of the prep is if you go to the grocery store, they already have the peppers and onions cut mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. in the container. Like, so you can just buy it. You know, if I have that, fa I need something fast and I don't want to spend time doing any chopping, Yeah, then it's already there. So you undo the refried beans, smather it on. Put the peppers in there, put the corn in there, put the tomato sauce in there, fold it and go in the oven. And it really isn't something that yeah. is a lot of prep work. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's a great, I think, mm -hmm. key is for us to feel like we have to do all the chopping. There are things out there available for us to buy that there we are. can mm -hmm. um, buy it pre-cleaned or pre-chopped, which is really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, spaghetti is totally a go-to mm -hmm. in my household too. But one thing that I find super easy, and this would be for the kids because I, I don't usually eat a lot of them, but if you need to quickly make something for the kids is cheese quesadillas. Oh yeah. Like those mm -hmm. are just so easy to be able to, you know, throw those together and then throw some fruit and some sides out and stick them in. They love them. And when I do it in the cast iron, cause it just gets, you know, yeah. really crispy yeah. and yummy, but that's one that. That there's never, if I cut them up in triangles and just pile the triangles up, they just start disappearing and, and everybody's yeah, a happy a camper. One. So again, you have cheese in your fridge and the tortillas you've got, and then you're squared the way there. Yeah, I love using my crock pot too when I think about it in advance. And one of my favorite recipes came from Tiffany. Okay. And it's a chicken tortilla soup. Okay. But you don't have to eat it as a soup. You can you you can serve it over nachos. Yeah. And you put in a super easy black bean cans of black beans, can of corn, can of rotel, which is mm -hmm. the tomatoes and peppers, and then um chicken raw and Oh, so you just a like lay the breast, the raw breasts like mm -hmm. in the crock pot. Okay. And then you use um, a couple of cans of, and you can mix it up. You can use crushed tomatoes, like a can of crushed, a can of diced, make it your own with the tomatoes. And then a packet of taco seasoning and just let it cook all day. I think it is delicious as a soup and you can even put like, uh, like corn chips and, and sour cream over it, but you can also do it as nachos and that's the nacho topping. But I apparently wore out that recipe. <laughs> And so my family's like, ah, not again. So, and I don't think we've had it for a year. But if I were to say this is what we're having tonight, just like spaghetti, they'll be like, oh, we have it all we the time. Always have we it. We haven't had it in months, kids. Well, the other thing I used to love to make was baked potato bar all the time because I felt oh, like that was yeah, another thing yeah. that like you could lay out a bunch of ingredients and everybody could throw mm -hmm. together. You just all you have to do is puncture the potatoes, throw them in the oven, and you're good mm -hmm. to go. But Mara doesn't like potatoes. So then I always have to go some other direction with her. And so it's kind of like I just stopped doing it because mm -hmm. then I was figuring out more than one thing. But I I do love a good baked potato bar. And yeah. then you could and, – and for somebody in the family that doesn't want the potato, they could have a salad bar. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I would do sweet potatoes and regular for those preferences yeah. also. But um, I always think that those are yummy. yeah. These and, are good. And you can cater them to the individual. Mm -hmm. Any That's others? That's a good idea. We love breakfast for dinner. Mm. I We are not a big breakfast eater. None of us want to eat a huge breakfast early in the morning, but we leave so early in the morning. Or they leave early for school. But we all really like breakfast for dinner, and that's a pretty easy So are you guys dinner. 
waffles, pancakes, French toast. What what is that? They don't stuff? like French toast, but how do you not like French toast? I don't know. They That's don't my like favorite. <laughs> But sometimes it's grits, eggs, bacon, okay. biscuits. The sometimes southern. It's, sometimes <laughs> it's pancakes with different types of toppings. Um, sometimes waffles, but with usually some type of a meat, usually bacon. But yeah, so those are easy, yummy dinners. In the summer, it's really hot. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we'll just have sandwiches or we'll do a... Uh, hummus dip, like a layered hummus dip, but not everybody likes hummus. So it depends on who's having dinner with us, but um, layer hummus with chopped cucumbers and tomatoes and olives and sour cream and cheese, or it's like a seven layer Mexican Mm, dip, but without the refried beans, it's hummus instead. And I usually don't put uh, taco seasoning in it. But sometimes if I want it to be more like a taco dip, I do. So, and that's just, you can eat that with chips or with slices of cucumbers. And that's a good summer meal. We like that in the summer. Mm. I also love when we have, maybe we have a Boston butt that we have, like Ben has done on the grill. Or I do them Mm -hmm. in the crock pot sometime Mm -hmm. also. And then also there's a, a group that sells them. Um in our town for raise money raises money for veterans and those mm-hmm. have you ever had those they're on the corner across yeah they're so good. delicious but anyway like so we may do sandwiches with those but then my family like because sliders. i we don't do them like consistently but yet you may have a lot of meat on hand yeah. but i love we love doing nachos like barbecued nachos oh, yeah. with them maybe a couple days later so that meat is we mix it up with the sauce. Sometimes we even drizzle sauce over it and we're done, but then doing the meat and the cheese and the chips. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty delicious too. That is good. Yum. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I, I don't use my crock pot as much as I used to. I used to love to throw things. I think I just got it out of the habit mm-hmm. um, of using the crock pot. You know, the plants that I use more right now is the air fryer. I use my air fryer a lot and I love to put vegetables in it. Mm-hmm. So last night for dinner... I threw in some cauliflower and cooked that. And then I put in broccoli and cooked that for a little bit. And then carrots on top of it. Because you kind of had to layer it so that the broccoli didn't burn or the carrots didn't burn. But um, I use my air fryer a lot. And my favorite thing to cook in it is vegetables. I never put vegetables in it. Oh, girl. You need to slice up some carrots. Have you not had carrots in the air fryer? No. So do you toss them in anything or you just put them straight in there? Um, olive oil Mm -hmm. and a little bit of salt, but they like, they caramelize. Mm. So I cut them long ways. Like it looks like long sweet potato fries, but it's carrots and, um, throw them in the crock pot. Everybody, I meant in the air fryer, almost everybody loves them. In fact, when I went through the end of the line last night, I was like, Oh, we only have four. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I might be doing that those tonight are, because that good. sounds really mm-hmm. good. I, I, I really just wanted to bring this up because of the fact that, A, pointing out to us that it dinner doesn't sneak up on us. Now, maybe how many people are going to be in our house for dinner does, but it's inevitable that people are going to want to eat every mm-hmm. single night. The more that we can get easy recipes that we feel comfortable throwing mm-hmm. together quickly, no matter how many people are in the house, the the better we're going to be. Like it just doesn't put us in a grumpy mood when we're thinking about, 
you know, what are we going to make for dinner tonight? So these, I love having conversations with, with other women about what they do mm-hmm. so that I'm able to think of some new ideas um, for my family also. Yeah, because you do get tired of eating the same thing. And some people, I don't know how they do this. They eat the same thing every night of the week so they don't have to decide. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I could never do that. So they have like Taco Tuesday and this yes. Wednesday and this yes. Thursday. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I I think I would have some complainers in my household, but it's probably because just the way we've eaten programs my kids on how we should change things up and eat. Because mm-hmm. I think my grandfather had, he didn't have a lot of variety to his diet because he had a sensitive stomach, which is so funny now that I think back to how we talk about food sensitivities and that stuff. Yeah. But back in those yeah, days, yeah. you didn't talk about things like that. Yeah. So the only okay. thing he would eat was pot roast and potatoes. Like, Every night, like mm-hmm. every single night. So whenever I even smell pot roast cooked a certain way, it's like takes me back to my grandparents' <laughs> house. But I thought to myself, how he must have gotten so bored of having pot roast and potatoes. But that's just what he knew. My dad had a steak and potato and green beans every night for dinner growing up. A steak. And my grandmother, he told me my grandmother would say, I'd rather pay the butcher than the doctor. Because in that time... Even though, like, they knew your food was important for your health, your nutrition, and it was steak and potatoes made you big and strong, right? Yes. And, you know, they were a product of the Depression, so they lived through, my grandparents did. And I remember a story about my grandfather saying one time when he was a little boy, he got to go to his aunt and uncle's farm, and he ate 12 eggs. And it was the he remembered not being hungry after that, but like hunger was just a part of his life. And so what, what like a great accomplishment for him to be able to serve his son's steak every night, mm-hmm. you know, it was setting him up for his best life to be as healthy as possible. But that is what my dad ate every single night was a steak and potato and green beans. And so One of the things that I try to talk with my girls about is getting variety. And you and I talk about this. Yep. Um, Color. When they're little, just say, okay, well, what's something that you would like to eat that's green? It's not like green gummy bears, but like what's a fruit or a vegetable? And they're picky eaters. They've McKenna and Kelsey are not as picky as they used to be, but when they were little, they were picky eaters. And Sally is a picky eater, you know? And so praying she will grow out of that just like they did, but just encouraging variety and not yelling at the dinner table, not you have to eat everything on your plate. Like if you are having a kid that, if if that's your mantra and you want them to eat everything on their plate, that's fine. Just help their plate for them and then don't put much on their plate. Mm -hmm. Because imagine you get a, bowl or a plate of something that is disgusting to you and then somebody's yelling at you you have to eat everything on it you'd be like oh you know I really do feel like our dinner tables are places where we get to we get the opportunity to nourish our family's bodies but we also get the opportunity to like nourish their souls with conversation and having a time to listen to what their day was like and share about your day and what went down and so I definitely think the dinner table needs to be an intentional place where we love on people, we nourish, we nourish bodies, we nourish little hearts and minds, 
but it can be so frustrating when they're turning their nose up at what you've spent time making and you're tired and Mm -hmm. you've had a long day and maybe you would just rather order out but you're like no i really want to cook at home tonight for the health of my family and that can be frustrating so little put little portions on their plates especially if they're little people and then encourage variety and when they try something new even if they don't like it praise them for trying it like encourage them and give them accolades for just trying something new and 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 let them know well the more you try it then you'll start to like it probably and and let them know what benefit it is for their body how it makes them stronger how it makes them healthier so i i dinner time can be really frustrating because it is the same question every night like you said it is every every night <laughs> night for the rest of your life what is for dinner but but if we just take a moment and step back from that frustration and say okay and give yourself some grace like if you're having chocolate chip pancakes for dinner just enjoy those chocolate chip pancakes you know don't feel like oh i need to have a more balanced meal some nights it's just going to be chocolate chip pancakes and Mm -hmm. be okay with that. Like throw some fruit with it. If you have fruit, if you don't have any good fruit to throw with it, just eat the pancakes, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we, the pressure we put upon ourselves, yes, we want to create a meal that is going to nourish our kids and help them thrive and give them healthy gut biome and all those things. Do the cheese quesadillas do that? No, but, (laughs) right. But I, I'm in, a, I'm in a position that I want to enjoy my kids, enjoy my time, remove the frustration. So some there's going to be a night that cheese quesadillas are the thing, and I am not going to feel guilty about it. Right. Like I can, yeah. I throw fruit, take the fruit out of the fridge and throw it on there, and they're they're popping that too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're I don't want to go long on this, but I want to end with the most random thing that my children ate when they were little, and it just may help some mom out there because you talk about eating something green. Mm-hmm. Frozen peas were the chosen vegetable. <laughs> and I would put it on in a bowl and we would pop them as snacks. Yeah. And my kids did not know like any they were totally fine with it. Would not eat a cooked pea for the life of them, but would do frozen peas. And I have had friends that have started doing that with their littles after that because they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, it works. It's almost like they feel like they're popping like a candy or something, which is hilarious. So mamas, I want to go ahead and just it has nothing to do with the topic except I have this vision of I can stick out the quesadillas, but I also can do a bowl of frozen peas next to them. And they literally grab them in handfuls, like yeah. add like a candy dish and eat them. So you just never know what your kiddos are going to. So Kelsey does not like blueberries, but she likes frozen blueberries. And we all do. Like I, I did the same thing, pulled out frozen blueberries the stick other day. Stick them in a bowl. Was, then- yeah, we just, we we're just eating them because yeah. they're delicious that way. So that's a way that you just be like, we don't, you just keep, you, you work the system. You work the system of what's going to work for your family and your kids. And yeah. I hated tomatoes when I was little and I love them now. So just yeah. because they hate a food now does not mean that that's a lifelong sentence. Unless but you, you continue eating it and you don't force it. Yes. Because that yes. can be a sentence of, I, I will never eat that again. I think mm-hmm. that's, whenever I, I love Brussels sprouts and you'll talk to some people that were always forced their whole life to eat slimy Brussels sprouts. And they're just like, they I just hate can't slimy even, ones. 
They can't you boil it? Gross. If you like bro- if put you in the broil air fryer. it, mm-hmm. put it in the air fryer. Yeah, they're delicious. Roasted. Um, one thing, if you are struggling to get greens into your kids, because we all need, we all need mm-hmm. greens. Our bodies need that. Um, liquid chlorophyll is a great option. A lot of times they it has a minty flavor to it. And when they were little, we called it bubblegum water because it tasted like water that bubblegum had been sitting in. Um, and then they would drink it, but they had an aversion to anything green. Like, oh, it's green. I don't want to eat it. And so it made it made mealtimes a lot better because the point of a mealtime is to nourish our our bodies. Mm -hmm. And so if they turned their nose up at what we were eating, I would say, okay, well, you can have a sandwich, but you have to have some green drink or you have, when they got older, we just called it green drink. And, um, okay. And they would drink their chlorophyll water. Well, apparently now, or two weeks ago, I think these trends die out pretty quickly. It was a trend on TikTok. Really? Yes. (laughs) Was this chlorophyll water? Because... Um, one of my girls messaged me and said, Mom, what is the chlorophyll water that you, the chlorophyll drink that we have? And I screenshotted it and sent it to her. You couldn't buy it because it was a trend on TikTok. And so where were said, you, where do you buy chlorophyll um, drink from? I buy it online at Nature Sunshine. And it's, I think it's just says chlorophyll mm-hmm. drink or something. It might just say liquid chlor. I think it says liquid chlorophyll. And that is one. I tried a bunch of green drinks. That is one that they would drink. In fact, a lot of times for breakfast too, if they aren't wanting to eat much for breakfast, I'll say, okay, at least get a little bit of green drink before you go out the door. Um, and so talk about a great energy boost for the day. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My and it's, it is good. It's refreshing. But it will turn your tongue green. Okay. If you drink too much <laughs> of it. So that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> or if you mix it with cranberry juice for some, for some reason, if you mix that with the all-natural cranberry, it definitely sticks with you. But okay. yeah, so I don't. I guess I don't have a ton of really good go-tos that my family loves. I'm trying to think of the things that they would love, but Ken loves meatloaf. He, would all, he will only eat my meatloaf. Um, it is pretty good. But most people are like, meatloaf is disgusting. Oh, I love meatloaf. I haven't Do made you? it in so long. I love meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, I think just keeping some things handy in the fridge or, and, and the other thing is also freezing when you have leftovers, mm-hmm. instead of throwing them out, you know, seal them and freeze them. And then they're easy things to pull out when you are in that bind, mm-hmm. um, that pork barbecue, for example, that always yeah. goes straight into my freezer. And then that, or taco meat, that's fantastic to have that already mm-hmm. frozen and ready to go. Um, I try to freeze, that's like something in the last year that I didn't used to do. Mm-hmm. I try to freeze things more now than ever. And I do, I found it so helpful to be able to pull things quickly to throw dinners together. Yeah. And if you are making something like a lasagna or a casserole, you make two because it's just as easy to make two as it is to make one and put one in the freezer. I also do that at the holidays. So at Thanksgiving, when I'm making a sweet potato casserole or macaroni and cheese, I'll make two and put one in the freezer. And then 
that's already made for Christmas. And then I can just pull it out on Christmas morning and it thaws out and pop it in the oven. And then- Oh it, my gosh, that's so smart. Yeah, it, it minimizes how much time you are in the kitchen on Christmas day. That's so smart. Cause you're absolutely right. Making two lasagnas is not, it's you prep the work of getting the ingredients and then right. the rest of it. I love it. Awesome. Okay, if you have any meals that you have, they've been popping in your mind, you're waiting for us to say this special meal and we didn't, but you'd like to share it with others, then please comment on um, the comment section of the podcast. We would love to hear about what special meals that you can quickly throw together for your family. Um, remember, mealtime's not supposed to be super stressful, but it does happen every day. So um, make sure that it doesn't take you by surprise. If you want to learn more, hear more of our podcasts or learn more about Didi and my coaching, um, please go to www.liveyourdesign.life. Have an awesome day.